You're listening to Speak, Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. Luke 16, 19-31 There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, covered in sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things, and Lazarus in like manner bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to them, If they do not hear Moses, and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. This week, I was listening to the Gospel of Luke in my audio Bible, and when it came to chapter 16, and I heard the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, I caught myself checking out from the story. I I stopped listening with as much interest because I wasn't expecting God to speak to me. So you have to understand that this parable presents some interpretive challenges for me in my understanding of death and the afterlife and hell. So in brief, this image of being at Abraham's bosom as the eternal home of the righteous just doesn't seem to fit with the other biblical descriptions we have of where we will be forever. And the images of torture and suffering, well, they're just hard to reconcile with God's character of love. And the way that I read the rest of the scripture, immortality is not a gift given to the wicked. It's a gift to the righteous, that all who believe in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. So, with all of that, when I hear the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, there's something in my brain that says, oh, that's that story that doesn't fit well with the rest of scripture, but it's a parable, so I shouldn't take it literal, and I'll just... Let it be there and not think much about it. However you hear the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, don't miss the point. Parables are stories that are intended to teach a lesson. And this parable has a very clear lesson. The rich man says, send somebody to my brothers, because if they see someone who raises from the dead, then they will listen and then they will repent. And the response is, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. To send someone from the dead with a message is a grand way of getting your message across. 
Imagine the most dramatic way that God might speak to you. Have you ever wanted him to do that? Have you ever thought, if he would only do this, then I could do that? If he would only give me an audible voice, then I would believe. If he could only give me some clear answers to this problem, then I would follow him. And when we talk like that, there is this amazing response. You have the Bible. Read it. What that means is that God is speaking to us in the Bible on a level with the most dramatic, awesome way that you might imagine God to speak. When you open Moses and the prophets, God is speaking to you. Well, the rich man didn't like that answer and said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. And the parable concludes with Abraham's words, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. And I wonder who that person might be who would rise from the dead. Remember, this is Jesus talking, and he's giving a foreshadow of what he's about to do. Rise from the dead. And some of those listening to this parable would still not believe when Jesus rose from the dead. Why would God need to send someone from the dead to speak a message when he had sent his son? And that son would die for these people. And there were some people listening to that parable that would watch Jesus die and hear that he rose from the dead, and they still wouldn't believe. We really don't need any more signs and wonders to convince us of the truths of God. Jesus came and died and rose again. That should speak to us. So this time, when I heard the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, it spoke to me. And what hit me is the incredible privilege I have in reading God's word. When I open the pages of scripture and I come to it prayerfully, listening to hear God's voice, he shows up for me. For me to open my Bible and spend time listening to God is just as meaningful and powerful as fire coming down on Mount Carmel, as the parting of the Red Sea, or as Jesus showing up in a fiery furnace. Heaven can communicate with me through the words of scripture, in just as real and powerful a way as any of these incredible, miraculous scenes. Now, if you believed that, what kind of an attitude would you have when you open the scriptures? What kind of anticipation would you bring to your Bible reading? Whenever we come to a place where we wish God would speak, and we feel like he's been silent, and we wonder why he doesn't just do something big and obvious and clear. We need to hear the voice in this parable that says, You have Moses and the prophets. Listen to them. If you don't have a practice in your life of reading the scriptures, I urge you, make that a part of your life. If you're someone who wants to hear from God, the words of the Bible are your best place to start. And if you're someone who does make a practice of reading the scriptures, I encourage you to come to those scriptures with anticipation, with the expectation that God will speak to you, that there's something supernatural happening when you open that book, that there's real and meaningful 
and personal communication from heaven to you as you read the words of Scripture. The Word of God is living and active. It's a spiritual treasure chest. We don't need to look to something extraordinary and dramatic to get our attention for God. He's already speaking through his word. He shows up there. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak, Lord by searching for Speak, Lord, wherever you get podcasts. You can also find the podcast at pastorryanrogers.com.